Hello, happiness seekers. I'm a work psychologist, Claudia Mitura, and I'm on a journey to test drive and explore the best happiness hacks from the leading experts around the globe and share what I've learned. And today I have a very interesting question for you. Have you ever wondered what is the impact of your inner voice on your happiness? According to Healthline, the internal dialogue and inner voice is simply a monologue that is a result of certain brain mechanisms that cause us to hear ourselves talk in our head without actually speaking and forming sounds. And I think that in itself is absolutely fascinating. But what I'm more intrigued about is why is it that some of us have a self-talk that is overly critical? but others have an inner voice that is cheering them on. And how much influence do we actually have over our inner voice? To find out more, I have invited Ella Sengira, an author, speaker, and a mental health advocate, the founder of Virtually Unbreakable, a company and a podcast that creates interactive digital tools that improve mental health and help unlock the full potential of children and adults. And in this episode, you will find out what is the inner voice and where does it come from? How does it impact our happiness? And most importantly, how can we look at transforming our inner voice into a more positive one to support our happiness and success? So hope you'll enjoy this episode and remember to visit andhappiness.co.uk for more episodes and resources on happiness hacks. See you there. Hi, Claudia. It's nice to speaking to you. I am so excited because we are, I think, looking into a really interesting topic, inner voice. We all have a different type of voice, a different type of voices, maybe even in our kind of internal self. So first of all, let's start with a nice definition. How would you define inner voice? What is that about? Sure. So I think most of us are not really familiar with that phrase in a voice or that they might think it's not real but actually much of our stress is due to the silent conversations we have with ourselves on daily basis and psychologists call this self-talk and sometimes we tend to develop bad habits along the way and we can actually talk to ourselves quite negatively at times and therefore program ourselves negatively. And this negative self-talk is very much connected to this inner voice that we all have. Our negative self-talk serves in our attitudes, beliefs, expectations, and our predictions about the future. And sometimes we might find ourselves using words like extremely, incredibly, always or never. And that is actually not serving us in the long term. So we blow things out of proportion by using words like that. But going back to definition, inner voice is our mind chatter, is the voice that we all have, whether we are aware of it or not. And it's the inner friend that we have or the inner critic. Mm. So it's something that we actually, I would probably say 80% of us don't realize, but this inner voice 
is actually responsible for over 90% of decisions we take on daily basis, which can be quite scary. Wow. Yes, absolutely. Just this idea that, okay, what I'm telling myself, even if it's in the background and I may not be fully aware of it, is very much driving our behavior. And in that sense, it's very much impacting our happiness because if we have a friend in our inner voice, then yes, we'll be happy, we'll believe in ourselves, we'll have that high level of self-esteem and confidence. But most likely, okay, if I have a inner voice as a critic, then that voice will be undermining me and my decisions and probably mm. making me quite unhappy. As you said, inner voice is very much responsible for some of our stresses in life. So fascinating. Mm. Now, I think even more fascinating question is, where does it come from? Why do we even have the inner voice? So like many other things, it's formed in our childhood. And as soon as we become able to form our thoughts and process them, we develop an inner voice. So it's like a vocal part of our mind. And the role of our inner voice is to protect us from dangerous situations, prevent us from danger. So what our inner voice tells us is very often related to our past experiences as it tries to prevent us from making the same mistakes over and over. And if you think about it, it's all very logical. But one of the key points here is that this tendency to have a very critical inner voice is extremely self-destructive. So in fact, self-esteem and vulnerability are inversely related. That means that when self-esteem is high, vulnerability is low and vice versa. So people with low self-esteem have, unfortunately, the perfect basis, the perfect ground to develop a very critical, harsh inner voice that does not serve them in anything. Mm. Yes, fascinating. So we're starting with a good intention of the inner voice. It's supposed to keep us safe. It's supposed to keep us from making the same mistakes over and over again. But as you highlighting, it can really turn against us. Mm. Why do we need to keep listening to our inner voice? Good question. I think the answer to that is because we feel like it's keeping us safe and it's raising our defenses and it prepares us for a possible defeat. So we almost trust instinctively this inner voice because we feel like it's like our parents. It's there to guide us and it's there to protect us. So therefore, it's better we listen to it. And mm -hmm. some people mix it up with our intuition. They feel that this inner voice is intuition. And if the inner voice says, don't do it, that means it's like a sign we shouldn't do it. But actually, we couldn't be further away from the truth. More often than not, our inner voice is holding us back from living our life to our full potential. But we very much see it as the guardian which is why we listen to it. Fascinating. So this idea, as you said, of an inner parent. Mm. So interesting that since the voice, that inner voice is with us all the time, we believe, mm. okay, it has those good intentions, but maybe we do need to question it. 
as you said, it might be quite critical. So how else it can impact our happiness? In any different shape and form you can possibly imagine. Because we listen to this inner voice, it impacts our life tremendously every day. It can be supportive and kind, or it can be very demanding and critical, like we know. And we based our decisions and action on what that inner voice is saying. So depending on its tone and its advice, we might try something new or we might not want to take a risk and make an effort at all because we might be afraid of embarrassing ourselves because this inner voice might be telling us, oh, come on, you won't succeed anyway. You've tried this before has this critical inner voice, but people with low self-esteem have to be particularly observant towards the impact that has on our life because it can really create havoc in our minds and it's difficult to control it at times. So yeah, it impacts our happiness in many, many different ways on a daily basis. So very important element, something that we really need to look into. Okay, let's move on then to maybe something practical now. If I have that negative inner voice, Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with maybe social comparison, I'm struggling with the thoughts. And I I don't know, to some extent, I feel like we all do at different times of our lives. So how can we look at transforming our inner voice into more positive self-talk? How we can transform it from this harsh critic and apparent into our biggest fan and our yes, kind yes. friend. Yes. So you can't do it. You can't. It's not something that can be done from one day to another, as you might imagine. You need to take a step-based approach here. It's not something that can happen suddenly. So you really need to practice this skill. You need to be able to tune into your thoughts and your inner voice, especially when you're in the midst of a difficult situation. So, and you do that by practicing self-awareness. So step one is having the ability to actually stop talking, stop reacting, and take a step back in whatever it is that we are experiencing at the moment and just being still for a moment and just listening to our thoughts. So we can always ask ourselves a question What is going through my head right now? And this question is quite powerful because it's giving us ability to examine what is going through our head as opposed to, is this good for me or is it not good for me? So we're almost separating ourselves from deciding on anything just by asking, what is going through my head right now? And step two is the ability to hear that and hear that voice. What is that voice saying? And I would go as far as saying, take the next step and actually say out loud what your, what your inner voice is saying in that situation. And become aware of that, of that phrase, of that sentence, and see how self-destructive it might be. 
because mm. until you say it out loud, you might not realize how horribly negative it sounds. So you could either consciously, you should consciously rewrite what you say. So once you heard that negative statement, that critical statement, try to take a softer tone and a kinder tone and say something a little bit kinder, a little bit more positive. You're not going to be able to go from one extreme to the other and sound super supportive suddenly, but you will be able to notice what you're saying, saying it out loud and then giving a counter argument, which sounds more supportive. And if you practice this on daily or even weekly basis, you will slowly build ability and a skill through observation to start rewriting your critical statements about yourself into more supportive one, which is exactly where you want to be if you want to change your life into a better one. Wow, fascinating. And I really like that you're giving us really practical steps here because, you know what, I personally many times won't notice the inner voice till I have a negative emotion in my body. I think that's quite interesting that I personally use the kind of emotional reaction. I have a body sensation first that I'm able to spot on. And then I'm thinking, okay, why am I getting Mm. upset or why Mm. I'm getting stressed? Why my stomach is telling me that something is out of order? And then I will think, oh, I actually said to myself something that is increasing my worry. I said to myself something that is very catastrophic, or as you said, really negative. And because of that, I'm feeling that. And it's really interesting process that sometimes that inner voice is so ingrained in us. It's sometimes difficult to notice it. Mm. So I really like that she's saying, say it out loud, because majority of the things that we probably say to ourselves we wouldn't mm. ever said to anyone else. Yeah. Because but the way we often talk to ourselves, it's like we talk to someone. I don't want to say it out loud, but like we hated ourselves, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. We don't talk to another person like that ever, unless they really, really upset us or really, really hurt us. And even then, many of us go quite shy and quiet and don't know what to say. Whereas towards ourselves, we have no problem being super critical. Mm. And unfortunately, that is very, very wrong mm. approach to take. Absolutely, because if we are not our best friends, if we are not our biggest fans, then, you know, who would be? I think this is so important that to mm. gain that confidence, to make the decisions, to find the happiness we want. We're very much working on that inner voice and us being supporting towards ourselves. Now, you did mention that some people think about the inner voice as an intuition, which is, yeah, quite interesting observation. But also sometimes the inner voice, I guess what I'm trying to say is when we develop that positive inner voice, how can we tune into it when there is so much noise and conflicting Mm -hmm information around us so Mm. once we have a very positive inner voice how can we really take advantage of it and don't be swayed by things that are happening around us of what we should be doing if we're thinking about something else and something else is important to us 
So I won't lie to you, Claudia, it's a real skill. Not many people can do it, to be quite honest with you. But if you look at the most successful people or those who found real balance in life and have a good income and mastered whatever is that they're doing, there's a very big chance that majority of them know how to do it. So, you know, I love to say this quote. I'm just going to start from this, answering your question. Opinion is the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability and no understanding. And the highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. Why am I quoting this? I'm quoting this because, like you rightly stated, we live in the world full of loud noises, full of opinions, feedback, reviews, likes, you know, and so on. We live our life to a huge degree through social media these days. But even those of us who don't, who are not present on social media, sometimes easily swayed by others and their opinions, especially if their voices are louder ones, right? So I think that happens quite a lot. It happens to me. I can easily admit that. So I often feel that my husband's voice is much louder than mine. And I feel like I want to say something, but I'm not given opportunity to say what I want to say. And actually, sometimes that that is working to my advantage because while I'm not reacting when somebody else talks a lot at me, perhaps not to me, but at me, I am in my head already having a conversation with myself, which goes along the lines, is this worth responding to? And is what I'm supposed to say going to work to my advantage or my disadvantage. So I'm building ability to have a conversation with myself and actually not letting anybody know about this conversation, which is hugely beneficial, I find. But, you know, like we said, this happens so often that other people take over the stage and they want us to run with their show, as I call it. (laughs) And I think marriages, relationships and families and friendships are where this happens very often. We might find that the other person has a much louder voice than us. And some of us are more susceptible to listening to the opinion of other people and going with it. And we completely forget about taking the step back and having a think. Is this really something that I want to do? What is going through my head right now, right? But like with everything else, this takes practice. And it's about developing also self-trust and self-awareness and therefore tuning into that inner voice. But it's a very smart way of prioritizing your own needs and not going with what's convenient for other people. Yes, absolutely. And I think this is so, so important that check in because I personally think it's 
allowing ourselves a moment to do that checking, to check in with our values, right? And mm. feeling like, is this is what's important to me? Is this is what I truly want to do, exactly. as you said? And yeah. I think then we can go back to our values that really could be our compass of when it comes to those choices that we're making. So important. But I guess we cannot move into that step before we know mm. that the inner voice is very supportive of who we are and mm. what we want to mm. achieve in life. So Ella, final advice for our listeners to really tr start transforming that inner voice to our advantage. Sure. I would say try working on developing self-awareness if you haven't already. Self-awareness is something that is going to be a massive benefit, a massive strength to your character. And it will bring advantages to your daily life, having this self-awareness. Think about what your inner voice is like. How do you speak to yourself when others don't listen? Try to learn to take time for yourself and be still. That really helps. And you're going to see is your voice likely to be gentle and supportive or does it mainly criticize you and sound really harsh? Uh, perhaps when you're talking about yourself or your skills or your dreams or your abilities, but always try to pay attention to how you talk about yourself, your skills, your goals, and how does the tone of your voice sound? Because remember, how are others supposed to believe in us if we don't believe in ourselves to start with, right? How are other people supposed to buy from us, buy our services or products, if we deep inside believe we are not worth that sale or we can't do it, we are not good enough? So it's really important to learn to take control over this inner critic because we are capable of much more when our voice is kind and soft and supportive rather than harsh and demanding. And also, always try speaking to yourself as if you were speaking to your best friend, you know, because you do have yourself for the rest of your life. Other people might come and go, but you are going to stay with yourself. So it's only to your advantage if you learn to trust yourself and be kind to yourself. And I often say to my customers, speak to yourself as if you were speaking to your best friend. Because there is a very little chance when you talk to yourself like that, that you will become lazy or not succeed. But there is a huge chance when you talk kindly to yourself, that you will succeed in whatever is that you're doing. With that note, I hope this will be a smooth journey for you and you will enjoy it. Yeah, thank you so much, Elena. That's absolutely wonderful. So many practical steps there. And you're right, I think self-kindness, self-compassion, so important. This is a show about unhappiness. Mm. So just very quickly, what makes you happy? That's a very good question. Actually, I'm someone who believes in being happy not now, not being happy when I get 
the next when I when I have the next achievement when I succeed at something so for me it's the very very small things it's like actually being able to have my coffee in the morning and listen to the birds in my garden that sort of thing makes me happy Um, and also something like being really present when I play with my son so being in the moment and really experiencing laughter and joy and trying not to think about the million reasons why I shouldn't be happy in that moment. So practicing self-awareness and, and practicing mindfulness, I would say, really helps. Brilliant. Love it. Thank you so much. So the power of ordinary moments, so important for our happiness. Thank you again, Ella. That was absolutely wonderful to have you on the show. Have a great the rest of the day. Thank you so much, Claudia. Likewise, all the best to you. Great insights from Ella about inner voice. I mean, such an interesting episode. And for me personally, it's really refreshing to remember that our inner voice is here to protect us. And even though it may feel like it's set in stone because it's always there in the background, we can influence it. There is so many interesting studies showing that avoiding, suppressing, or controlling our negative self-talk actually causes our mind to think about the difficult events for longer. It causes our mind to be rethinking the negative self-talk over and over again. So ironically, trying not to be thinking about negative self-talk will lead you to have more more of negative emotions and negative thoughts. So I really dare you to be practicing the self-awareness that Ella has mentioned and really stopping in the moment to ask, what is going through my head right now? Because it's such a simple and yet very powerful and practical tip. According to research, naming our emotions and thoughts can reduce their intensity by 50%. So again, really that can give us that option to influence our self-talk. So thank you so much for listening. I hope I will see you at the next episode of Work-Life Fit, where I'll be exploring with my guests how can we juggle the demands of different aspects of our life. I know I definitely need it. I have so many different conflictive demands. But also watch out for my bonus 10 minutes episodes with some practical exercises. This is a bit of a new format that I'm trying out and hopefully you're finding it useful. You can listen to four questions to foster self-compassion, five steps to decrease your stress when making tough decisions, or three positive affirmations to soothe your negative self-talk. I hope you're finding this useful. Any feedback, please email me and always, always stay in touch via my website andhappiness.co.uk or follow me on Instagram at andhappinessofficial. Have a great week and I dare you to be happy with your inner voice.